Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Well, the pandemic has had different effects on everybody across the country. And I don't know if you found it hard to try and get that zest for life back. If you want to share maybe some of your own tips with us today, you can do so. You can text us on 53106. Professor Elaine Fox is the head of the School of Psychology at the University of Adelaide in Australia. And she also has a new book out called Switchcraft. Elaine, thanks a million for joining us on the programme today. Will you just give us the kind of official definition? What do we mean when we talk about your zest for life? Hi, Andrea, and great to great to hear from you. I'm actually from Dublin originally, so it's nice to nice to hear a Dublin, yeah. Dublin voice. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you about that a, a, a little bit later, actually. Sure, but, um... sure. Um, yeah, well, first of all, it's, it's a really interesting question. I think you're right. The pandemic has absolutely left a lot of people feeling very tired and not very motivated and you know the interesting thing is um the, the we have a proper proverb that's already out there so you've probably heard the phrase a change is as good as a rest mm. um and you know it, it's absolutely true it really does kind of indicate a, a fundamental psychological principle that you know actually sometimes when we're really tired and we're a bit down we're kind of a bit stuck um, sometimes the change really, really can shift us out of that. And, and as you say, my new book, Switchcraft, is about kind of exactly that, really. It's about how can we find ways to become a, a bit more open to new things and to get ourselves unstuck from being in that kind of little rut, if you like. So why has the pandemic, I suppose, in particular, maybe it's just with the likes of the lockdowns or, or the restrictions, Elaine, but why is it that the pandemic has impacted um, so much? Well, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, again, it's a great question. And I think part of the answer is that, you know, when we get very stressed and when the, the world changes and it's kind of really unpredictable and very uncertain, um, what tends to happen is the very natural response is we tend to get um, quite rigid in, in our ways. So particularly people who are prone to anxiety, um, you know, but any of us, once you get a bit stressed, you tend to refer to what's familiar and kind of just keep doing the same kind of old things and we get stuck in those ways. Um, I actually heard a very funny story a couple of years ago in, in a London newspaper about um, a bunch of armed robbers who weren't very competent armed robbers, I think. And one of them was a bus driver and they actually used his bus as the getaway vehicle. Um, and the police were tracking them. And, and what the police picked up on very quickly was that the getaway bus was actually following the usual route. <laughs> so, they were, <laughs> so they were able to actually just intercept him and, and arrest all the guys. And uh, and it kind of illustrates that point that, you know, actually when we're really under stress and in a very unfamiliar situation, becoming very rigid and a little, little bit stuck is actually a really common kind of reaction. Mm. Um, and so that's why in, in Switchcraft, um, and the interesting thing about the book is, you know, I actually started the book well before any of us had ever heard of coronavirus. So okay. it was actually based on my own research about the fact that you know the world is actually very uncertain it's not just the pandemic that's obviously brought it it's really highlighted it um to to all of us um but actually if you think about it you know we we never know when we're going to get ill we never know when something's going to happen you know friends kind of leave us you know we we move places um so actually life is fundamentally uncertain and and none of us really like it. We're all a bit uncomfortable with that kind of uncertainty. And as I said, it tends to generate this um, 
search for the familiar and which can lead us to being a bit stuck in our ways. Um, so Switchcraft is really all about trying to, to loosen that and trying to open ourselves up and become much more agile in how we respond and adapt to, to a very changeable world. So if we leave something as big, we'll say, as the, the COVID lockdown, because that affected every single person in every part of the world. Sure. If we leave that to one side for the moment, when we just talk about things like if you're a creature of habit and you just like to do the same thing all of the time, and you don't really like change. How do you manipulate or change your mindset like how, how do you do that to absolutely it is and it, it is difficult and you're right I mean all of us are you know have a tendency to be like that and and, and you're right it, it can be quite difficult I think in the book I do give lots and lots of tips and different things you can do um I mean the the like it's a very simple kind of thing but starting small is always the um you know the, the best way so as i said like doing something completely different can be surprisingly energizing really it can really help you kind of renew your energy for things so really being open to new things can simply get you unstuck and so it might be a really um simple thing so for example if you're the kind of person who would never dream of tasting a kind of food you've never tasted before you might say oh you know i'm not going to like that um, you know, just actually trying a small steps, maybe trying out something different, maybe trying uh, listening to a kind of a, a type of music that maybe you've never listened to before. Um, another thing which I talk about in the book, which is kind of interesting, is so one of the things a lot of the research shows is, is that travel is really good for diversifying our mind. And mm. it can be really, it, it's a really good way to bolster our resilience. So the more we're open to new points of view and different perspectives, the more resilient we're likely to be. Now, obviously, in the pandemic, you know, we, we weren't able to do that. But what we can do is we can do what I often call mental view travel. So by, say, most of us nowadays are on some kind of social media platform. So simply maybe like um, following people or listening to conversations that you normally wouldn't listen to can be, can be a really good way to kind of open up your mind a bit and make you a little bit more flexible. Um, so, you know, it can make you very angry at times of you. I mean, I've done this myself a few times when I've deliberately listened to conversations on, say, Twitter or whatever, you know, where I know I'm not going to agree with a lot of the opinions. But actually, it does. It kind of opens up your mind to thinking, actually, you know, maybe you don't disagree with 100 percent of what people are saying. You might disagree with 80 percent of it. But, you know, actually, it, it begins to open you and make you a little bit more flexible. So, so that's kind of a simple way you can do that. And Another way, um, Andrea, is, is just really questioning your interpretations of things can really kind of help you to, to become more flexible in how you think. So if you think back to a situation that you found very upsetting, for example, let's imagine you had a row with a friend or you, you know, somebody didn't turn up when you were due to meet them or they didn't call yeah. you back. Um, you know, you obviously have an interpretation of that and it, it probably will be a pretty negative one. You'll think, well, yeah, they're just yeah. not interested or they don't like me or, or whatever. So just try and, you know, come up with a different interpretation. Like, is there another reasonable explanation of their behavior um, that maybe isn't so negative? Um, and that's a simple kind of exercise. It kind of comes from, from talking therapies, but it's something we can all do um, in, in just everyday life. And, you know, once you get used to doing that, you know, try and come up with a third interpretation. So once you begin to think, because, you know, what, what we know in psychology is that events that happen us aren't the problem to some extent. You know, obviously some things happen that are very stressful, but actually it's how we interpret those events and how we react to those things is really the key. And that's something we do have some control over. So you can control how you interpret things and you can control how you react to situations. And that can really make a huge difference to your general well-being.
Yeah. One of the points I wanted to ask you, just just as a sort of a follow up to that, Elaine, like if you have a kind of a, you know, you're facing into a big decision, whether it be in, in the workplace or or to do with maybe, you know, your your own health or somebody else's health. Is there a way to um, kind of frame your attitude or how you view that or how you look at it to, you know, think, you often hear people use the phrase like, oh, you know, if somebody was going through a very tough time and they had a really positive attitude towards it. Like, is it possible though to make that shift? I, I, th- I think it is. And it's not easy, you know, but I think one of the things is to try and kind of give yourself some distance in, in a sense. I think a lot of the time when we're in a, a kind of a stressful situation or when we have a really big decision to make, you, you get so close to it that you almost you kind of lose sight of what the main kind of issues are. Um, so again, in, in the book, in Switchcraft, I talk about a lot of exercises that people can do to just, first of all, just calm yourself down, distance yourself a little bit from the situation so that hopefully you can see things a little bit more clearly. So there's a lot of exercises that come from mindfulness, for example, where you can just do a bit of deep breathing. And that actually works. It's a very simple thing we can all do very easily. Um, and what it does is it actually gives your, your body a kind of a safety signal. If you just take a few deep breaths, you know, and you know this exercise where you breathe in and you count for a bit longer as you're breathing out. Yeah. That, that's surprisingly effective and just really calming you because it's giving your body a kind of a safety signal. And when you're making a big decision, you're actually in a kind of a, a, a threat a threat mode if you like your brain thinks oh there's something you know unknown here there's a, it's a kind of a threat so so just calming yourself a little bit um allows you to see things a little bit more clearly um and and just buying yourself some time so one of the things i talk about a lot in the book is the idea you know most of us nowadays are doing far too much you know we're very busy we've got lots of different projects i mean the kind of job i have is probably like most people where you know i might be doing several different things so mm. different projects i might be preparing a lecture finishing a book chapter writing something emailing something teaching a class um and the the idea of kind of multitasking is a real myth you know we often think we can do multiple things at the same time but actually what the psychology research shows us is that what we're actually doing is switching very rapidly from one thing to the other so a lot of the book in Switchcraft is about that, about how we can improve our ability to switch from one thing to the other. And one of the things that's really, really important is to just take a little break um, between one task and, and the next task. So if you're working on two or three projects, just take a little break. And, and that's important because if you think about what's actually happening psychologically, you first of all have to kind of pull yourself away from the first project you're doing kind of clear your mind, clear the deck a bit, and then move on to the second thing. Um, whereas what most of us tend to do is if you're in a rush and you're very busy, you tend to finish one thing and jump straight on to the next thing. And the problem with that is you haven't really cleared your mind of the first task. And, of course, that's hugely draining on your mental energy and your physical yeah, energy. It's just, it just totally exhausts you. So simply learning, even if it's as simple as just standing up when you finish something, walking around the room, having a little stretch, you know, making a cup of coffee, Something as simple as that um, can really help you and just give you a kind of much more energy really yeah. to, to then go on with the next task. Elaine, um, has, Elaine Fox, her new book is called Switchcraft, if you'd like to get more information. Um, Elaine, listen, I, I did mention that you're, you are the, the head of the School of Psychology there at the University of Adelaide in Australia. How long are you in Australia? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I'm actually, funny enough, I'm actually back in Oxford now. So I have been in Oxford for the okay. last 10, 10 years, but um, we moved to Australia in January 
And I've, I'm just back for a couple of weeks um, for the book launch and for a few talks and things I'm doing. Yeah, well, listen. And so so it, was just, it was funny enough, it happened during the pandemic. You know, I, I was, we kind of explored this option of, of jobs in, in Australia at the University of Adelaide. Um, and decided to make the move, so it was it was it's a big move, and yeah. you know, it's, well, um, just in the context you're talking about <laughs> changing your mind absolutely. mindset. Absolutely, well, I used a bit. It was ironic because I was finishing the book at the time and just doing yeah. the final edits, and it, it was actually quite ironic. So I did use a bit of switchcraft myself to try and <laughs> help me rise. And actually, it's interesting. One of the things that we have time, Andrea. One of the things I've I've kind of said in the book is that you know everyday life decisions that we make never have a right or wrong answer. You know, we're often used to things like when we do tests and school or in university, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a clear right answer. But actually, a lot of life decisions, you never really know because there might be several options that actually are, are equally good. So it's, it's getting used to that kind of uncertainty and yeah. getting used to the idea that the actually there, there isn't a single right answer so time will tell whether it's it's been the right decision for me to, to <laughs> well listen yeah. best of luck with it anyway and with the new book too thanks a million elaine uh, professor elaine fox there um and her new book switchcraft you'll be able to get more details thanks elaine for joining us on the program today still to come why putting your career first is actually good for your kids we're also going to be talking about whether or not we should call time on the doll bar Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.